0: Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth Bedding and Sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. What if it were possible to create a super convenient, organic, nutrient-dense, delicious vegan food delivery company without compromising on taste, quality, or sustainability? Sounds like a dream come true, right? Well, my guest today has made this dream into a reality with his company, BioRaw. I met Orrin Epstein years ago at Expo West, and I've had the pleasure of watching his company not just grow but flourish. Oren built BioRaw from the ground up at the young age of 24, and he has now scaled it up to over nine figures while keeping his business operations rooted in integrity. He has built one of the world's first zero-waste production facilities that is also entirely vegan, certified organic, gluten-free, nut-free, climate-neutral, certified, and 100% green powered. He's an experienced CPG expert, consultant, and speaker, helping other brands launch and expand and become forces for good in their own right. I know you're going to love this interview with Oren, Food Heals Nation. Let's go. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. He's the founder and CEO of BioRaw. Please welcome my friend, Oren Epstein, to the show. Welcome, Oren.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me today. Um I'm So incredibly uh, grateful to be able to chat and be on the show today.
0: Yes, I'm so glad to have you. It's been a long time coming. I know I wanted to have you on the show years ago, ever since we met in person back at, what was it, Expo West? I don't know what year that was, but I just loved your food. I loved your vibe. And then now we share all of this like joy about Tulum and eating vegan, and it's a joy to talk to you. So I'm glad to finally get you on the show.
1: Likewise. I'm, I'm super, super pumped.
0: Okay. So first... First things first, most important thing, what are we drinking? (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I wanted to be really fired up for today's conversation. I'm recording this from Toronto up in Canada, and it's been super cold and very cloudy, so I need some extra energy today to really fly through today's conversation. So I'm drinking my Organifi Red Juice um, with that uh, cordyceps and that ginseng, and honestly, it's the best thing for me to drink in the afternoon. It gives me such substantial, sustainable energy, and I just like feel that good neuroplasticity in my brain and really helps me flow. How about you? What are you drinking?
0: Oh my gosh, what am I drinking? I did not pay him to say that Food Heals Nation. You know that Organifi is a sponsor of this episode. So before we got started when Oren told me what I was what he was drinking, I was like, you have to you have to say it on the show because <laughs> Perfect. So I am drinking a smoothie, and I have the red juice as well and the chocolate protein. So I mixed up some avocado, some strawberries, some frozen strawberries, some almond butter, and some plant-based milk, along with my Organifi red juice and my Organifi chocolate protein. And I call it a PB and J. And like, there's all these different ways to make it, but like. Kids will drink it. Like, it tastes amazing. It's a little sweet. It's like such a good pick me up. So, I'm all about the Organifi to get our days started. So, thank you for sharing, or I appreciate that.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow. That recipe sounds so, so good. I need to try that.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. And, like, you can sub out different things, like whatever's seasonal. Like, sometimes it'll be spinach, you know, whatever's like at the grocery store in season, I'll throw in, whether it's a few greens, a few berries, and it always turns out really, really well and really easy. So, Anyways, go to OrganifiShop.com slash Food Heals to get 20% off your Organifi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start from the beginning, um, Oren. In 2017, you found yourself at a grocery store and you were super frustrated by the lack of organic plant-based options. And you realize if you're looking for something that doesn't exist, create it yourself, which I love that mentality. That is exactly why I created Food Heals Podcast. And so you did. And now today you run an incredible eight-figure business. You're a speaker. You're a coach. You're a CEO. How did this all come to fruition? Take me back and tell me how you did it.
1: Totally. So um, it's really fun in like full circle to be on this podcast and chatting with you today um, because the first time I, I grew up like eating organic at home and I never took Tylenol. We were always my, my family always encouraged, you know, eating, eating whole food plant-based and um, trying to eat, eat always find a natural alternative for things. Um, growing up in Toronto, It's a big city, but it's definitely got a small city feel. And I was that weird kid at school that was like eating a salad or like coming in for like their fourth grade presentation and like talking about Monsanto and GMOs. Um, This is amazing, by the way. (laughs) But like it was hard for me to like live that lifestyle because I wanted to be like cool. I wanted the validation from my peers. And as I was like in my undergrad career, I was like discovering myself and going to school in downtown Toronto. And it was always so difficult for me to find a fresh, healthy meal that like was really align with my dietary preferences. yeah. And um, I've been like really self like taught and educated when it comes to like wellness, all things living a, a great uh, life that's full of vitality. And I have to say like you as the Food Heals podcast has been such a pivotal uh, source of information and education for me. I remember I was in Miami and I was driving and I never listened to podcasts ever. And it was 2015 and my sister – um, put on one of your episodes. I have no idea what the episode was. Um, <laughs> I would love and, to know,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was, this is a horrible story cause I was driving and I actually fell asleep. Um, and I was like, I have to pull over into this whole food parking lot because like, I can't like, this isn't resonating with me. This isn't, um, it wasn't like, I was just, I was just like tired. And like, I don't know, for some reason I just like, wasn't being receptive to it. Cause like, I guess I'm like 19, 20 years old and like, I'm in Miami here to party. Like Avra, why are you putting on this like food? this food heals podcast. Like, um, you know, like I already know You're lots not about in how-
0: Miami to do a detox. i thought
1: not <laughs> in Miami to do, do a detox. And, you know, I want to, I, you know, I already know this stuff. We grew up eating so healthy. And, right. um, I remember I got home and I just like really continued to, to dive into your podcast. And, um, just started like I already really obviously like had an understanding of like how our foods are just so bombarded with toxins but listening to your podcast and and in the stories that you have shared and showcased it was really incredible be- to to learn about so many different aspects of our, of our food and dietary choices I've always looked to you as um, an inspiration you know you you really truly use your pro- uh, your platform um, to be of service you've re- you've identified you know an unjust in society and you're really using your platform to create meaningful change in so many people's lives through incredible um, conversations with so many amazing people who are able to to share their healing journeys and taking all that I've learned Inspired by that, I was like, you know, leaving university, I really wanted to beca- create a career that was, you know, rooted in being of service. Uh, you talked about how to make lifestyle changes and how to sort of relabels better and how to identify toxins or in anything from a household cleaner to, you know, the 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 ingredients that we're using t- in in anything. And I wanted to create a brand that was really rooted in integrity and you know make it easy for customers to find really good healthy meals. Um, that, of course, are vegan, um, but also have really taken the time to thoughtfully think about every aspect of the supply chain and really feed consumers and society a good whole food plant-based product that was uncompromising on all fronts. And I'm really, really grateful uh, five years later to have a really great business and incredible community up here in Toronto, creating a line of certified organic, high protein, high fiber meals that are absolutely delicious. Everything that we do is certified organic, gluten-free and nut-free. It's so, so important to me that everyone, regardless of their dietary preferences or allergens, are able to enjoy a fresh, healthy meal when they're on the run, Um, And they're visiting like a Whole Foods location or any other local grocery store here in the Toronto area. And it wasn't just enough for me to know that I was using exclusively organic inputs and creating a vegan brand. It was so important to me to truly use my business as a force of good and vote with my dollar as, a, as a, a manufacturer to support the suppliers that I wanted to see be successful. So for example, all of our packaging since day one has always been compostable packaging. Um, it's the most advanced tech, uh, packaging we're able to find on the market. Um, you know, every piece of plastic that's ever been created still exists today. And a lot of your favorite brands out there, you know, they, they use a lot of conventional plastic, which is a huge issue. I really wanted to ensure that I was running my facility in the most environmentally conscious ways possible. Um, and I'm so proud that we've been 100% green powered since day one. And we've also most recently become one of the first facilities in North America to be zero waste certified or on, certified on the road to zero waste, in addition to being climate neutral certified. And we are also have been a proud B Corp certified organization for the past five years, being nominated for best of the world um, about five years, five times now. Yeah. So really, you know, really walking the walk and talking the talk. And I literally just turned 30 like two weeks ago and Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. And like I really my whole thing is, you know, being rooted in service, knowing that if I wasn't creating these these important meals that deserve a space on the shelves, you know, customers wouldn't have access to those fresh, healthy meals. Um, But also really proving that as a small business, you can do big business without compromise. And I'm always so impressed by the products and the sponsors and the people that you have uh, affiliated yourself with because you really care and the people that you bring on your show truly, truly care. Um, like just thinking back to like one of the first times I heard Drew cannoli on your, on your podcast, like that he walks the walks, he talks the talk. And I love recommending Organifi to my friends when they're asking me what kind of like green supplements or what kind of powdered supplements do you recommend? Like when you're traveling or just to add to your morning routine. And I say, well, like they really care, you know, they're certified organic, they're glyphosate residue free, they're project non-GMO verified, you know, they've, they've really taken the time to create a substantial product. Yeah. You know, and I I wanted to be a business leader like that, um, that really, really cares. And I'm so grateful that uh, over the past five years, I've learned and I've conquered so many different certifications um, and figured out how to run my business with a lot of efficacy, um, with a rooted passion and being sustainable. And now I'm like so grateful for everyone that calls on me to say, hey, um, you're doing great things. How can I tr- transform my business to rise to the occasion and really be a leader like like you're operating BioRock? Right. So yeah.
0: Who else wants a free, fresh bottle of olive oil shipped straight to their door? Let me back up. The first time I went to Italy, I finally tasted real olive oil for the first time. It's not that I had never had olive oil before, of course, in the States, but the difference was I was having olive oil made fresh from olives that were growing 323.com. That's getfresh323.com. You'll get your free bottle and you'll pay $1 for shipping. Getfresh323.com. No, I mean it's incredible what you've created in just five years. You know that's not a long span of time in the when you think about it, and what you've done is so incredible. I'm just sitting here thinking like, why isn't why isn't Oren on every food podcast, on every business podcast? Like, I will help you if you need it, but like, I'm like, this is such an incredible story, and it's like. There's an everyone can do it if you have a belief in yourself and you have a mission, which you clearly have such an altruistic mission that you're not willing to compromise on and you still did it without compromise. I think that's sometimes the hardest part. We always know of these companies that get bought out by bigger companies and then we're like, well, was the quality compromised? Is it still what it was? No, it's usually not. And so I would love to hear like What are some challenges that you face where it's like, oh, well, to get this, you have to do this. You're like, not going to do it, right? Like I know there are some um, certifications where you have to radiate your supplements in order to get that certification and people do it and some are like, absolutely not. What are some challenges that you've faced in terms of like what you've had to do to get a certification and how you've come through that with, no, I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to keep it the way that I believe that it should be?
1: Totally. So one thing that I always like to share with, with other entrepreneurs or other people is, you know, one of the main reasons why I started Bio Raw is because I was always so offended going grocery shopping or going to any of these like fresh salad concept places in and around um, my city. And on the walls, it'll always say like fresh, local, organic. And, you know, you walk up to, to make your salad or order your bowl and you say, okay, cool. Like, is it, you know, is it organic? Um, And they say, oh, sorry, it's organic when available. And right,
0: right. I love that you're <laughs> the word "offended" makes me laugh so hard. Like, no, I'm offended by this. Absolutely not. This is false advertising.
1: <laughs> well, it is. Like, we all want to be eating really healthy, and we all want to be, you know, knowing that we're nourishing our body with really good food. And time and time again, are you know, um, a lot of manufacturers and a lot of food service establishments are choosing to to use inputs that are bastardized in some capacity, whether they're getting like frozen ingredients and just pouring them into a tray and letting them defrost or they're choosing to use a really highly processed synthetic seed oil in their dressings and claiming that it's not and it's unfortunate and people want to be eating well and I know as a consumer living in Toronto and you know it's it's the winter here nine months of the year so it's not always possible to get local organic greens but there we we bring we bring in all of our produce from the states, for the most part of it, and if you are in any major supermarket, there is always organic produce available. Um, so I always felt that it was a cop out to say, "Well, it's organic when available," and that just means it's organic when you are finding it at the cheapest price that it's comparable to a to a conventional product, and you are choosing to you know you are going to make a better margin on it because you know organic kale this week is cheaper or the same price as conventional. And to me, yes, this is a business and I want to make money. But first and foremost, my customers come first. Being of service to the community, to society, is more important to me than making an extra buck or two um, off of choosing to to purchase conventional produce. And since day one, I have been a certified organic brand. And I have a little uh, disclaimer on the top of my packaging. And it says, ingredients may vary due to seasonality. And I'm so proud that after five years, I've never had to substitute an ingredient. And, you know, it's in the early years, I used to drive around to like different Whole Foods locations and try to find that organic basil or parsley or something if our main supplier didn't have it. But I've been certified organic since day one. And I know you have a lot of um, entrepreneurs uh, that listen into your podcast. And for all those entrepreneurs that are listening, at least here in Canada, it is incredibly easy to get an organic certification if you are using truly certified organic inputs. So uh, how the organic process works is essentially um, you choose an or, uh, a certifying body. Um, here in Canada, I've been working with EcoCert since day one. And you put together all of your recipes and you say, okay, I'm making a a Caesar salad. What goes in there? Okay, it's kale, chickpeas, sunflower microgreens, broccoli microgreens, romaine lettuce. You put that recipe down on paper and then you say, okay, 30% of this, this is the net weight of each of those ingredients. And then you uh, put down all your suppliers on another form and you say, okay, I get my organic chickpeas from this company. I get my kale from this company. And then you submit um, this processing plan to the organic certifying body. Along with the organic certificate that uh, you get from the supplier of your chickpeas, of your greens, of whatever the case may be. And then your organic audit and how organic certification works is the organic auditor comes to your facility and inspects that you are, in fact, using the organic inputs that you are claiming to use. So it's all a balancing activity. So what they'll do is they'll pull out an envelope, they have you, you have to keep. Any f- good any food manufacturer should have a traceability program in place. God forbid there's a recall. So basically, they ask oh, <laughs> you know it's so important. Food safety is number one. I'll get into yeah. that in a little bit. Okay. But during this audit, they'll pull an invoice from any time period, and they'll say, "Okay, you sent this. You sent an order of sixty Caesar salads to Whole Foods. You know, can you now prove?" all of the invoices that were needed in raw supplies in order to produce that order of 60 Caesar salads. And it's a balancing activity and they figure that out and you prove that it is in fact organic. Um, There's also regulations as well as uh, around the types of chemicals you're allowed to use in your facility um, that are organic compliant um, and a few other very minute details as well too. But myself, 25 years old, 24 years old, I was able to get My organic certification on all seven of the varieties of meals that I was making at that time, and I paid about thirteen hundred dollars Canadian for that certification. I've now been certified for five years. The price has never gone up. So whenever I hear the the term, you know, well, organic certification is expensive. It's yes, it is more expensive to purchase organic ingredients often, but it the certification itself is not expensive. I can tell you getting a certification like gluten-free or project non-GMO, for example, are very expensive. Organic certification is the only certification that is regulated by the federal government here in Canada.
0: Okay, that's what I was going to ask you like which yes. which certifications matter and which are garbage like that don't matter cuz you know you can slap natural on a product that doesn't mean anything. So yeah, keep going and tell me more about that. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: So most certifications are all just pay for play.
0: That's what I thought. Yes.
1: yes, it's all just pay Give for play. Me all the scoop. Yeah, okay. okay. So like, <laughs> I, you know, you basically just need to throw down and you basically fill out a survey saying like, "Hey, these are these are the inputs that I'm using." Um, you know, and then you submit it to like a vegan certifier and they're like, "Okay, it's certified." And, you know, maybe you've acknowledged that there might be, you know, something in your facility or the processing plant or of your, your co-packer or someone that you're working with that might not be uh vegan, but you can still get your certification. Like, to me, I see every brand has project non um, non-GMO certified on their products, and like it's such a ho- low threshold of what you need to do in order to get that. And organic means non-GMO and so much more. Yeah. And as a customer and as a manufacturer, I vote with my dollar every single day to support an organic agricultural system. Yeah. You know, I really want to, you know, there's for so many different reasons, whether it's to save the bees or to, you know, protect the sanctity of the the soil or, you know, the farm workers that are are spraying the pesticides on our food. Right. It's so important to me that we are eating a, a truly organic diet. But yeah, most certifications are, you know, they're just... just pay for play. And no one even comes to inspect your facility to see that you're in fact doing what you what you're claiming to do.
0: Oh, it's so infuriating because you want to believe the labels and I know better. But so if I'm at the store, which labels do I need to go? That's garbage. And which labels actually matter? Like, are they a certain color? Like, I don't know. I know the fruits and the vegetables, you know, the number nine or four matters, whether it's organic or not. And I know that's truth. But like, what else do I need to look for in the store? Or is it only like, I just need to get your food only? Like, let's make this global and it's all (laughs) bio. Yeah. (laughs) That's my goal for you, by the way.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, what I've like, I call myself a professional grocery shopper Okay, and I coined that for my friends because they call me that because I'm always reading labels. My favorite thing to do when I'm visiting a new city is uh, go grocery store shopping um, and uh-huh. like visit every retailer. In fact, the year that I met you at Expo West, I actually signed up and went on a tour bus on a retail tour of different grocery stores around the LA area. Um, That's
0: a thing. Oh my god, it was it
1: was such a thing. No, we can host our own. We can definitely host our own.
0: Okay, let's do that. That sounds fun.
1: But what I think what consumers really need to understand is that. Literally everything that they sell at a grocery store is a marketing item. Like, it's a, sorry, it's an item that has been created for the pure sake of creating profits.
0: A thousand percent.
1: And like, it doesn't necessarily need to exist in your diet. A lot of products you see on the shelf are just, you know, foods that aren't going to provide your body with any actual nourishment. Yes, candy and, and chocolates and all that fun stuff tastes absolutely great. But to me, my eating philosophy is I'm going to eat something. I want to know that it's jam-packed with nourishment and that it's unadulterated and coming in its rawest whole food form. And there's so many great – I'm so proud to see so many great brands out there doing the work and creating real food with efficacy that's really truly going to nourish you throughout your busy day. A lot of people, my my friends and my family or in the community come to me when they're trying to transition to a plant-based diet or just trying to level up their their, their eating regime um, and how they nourish themselves. And once you kind of break through and explain to them that, you know, like the idea of you having orange juice for breakfast every day – isn't, you know, something that's actually going to nourish you, um, you know, sw- swap that out for green juice, have something that's in a raw organic green juice or, or an organified greens powder um, that is full of delicious ingredients with a high ORAC value um, that hasn't been pasteurized, that hasn't been adulterated in some capacity, like truly feed yourselves nourishing food. And yeah, when you're grocery shopping, look for people and suppliers that, you want to support and really choose to get intentional with every purchase you make. And I love your podcast because you showcase so many great founders that have really taken the time to create brands and create high performing products that are going to really help people. And, you know, when you're reading a label, check to see who's behind that product Um, consumers are really eager to look at things that say organic and, you know, looking and and other buzzwords, it's important to really look at the back of the, of the ingredient panel because organic doesn't necessarily even mean healthy. You can create an organic cookie that's still full of lots of refined sugars and lots of seed oils and lots of other highly inflammatory ingredients. It's really about being thoughtful with the ingredients that you're putting into your body and having an association with the brands that you're supporting. You know, it's so easy to be upset and frustrated with the state of the world and the state of society and the rising uh, cases of childhood obesity and so many cancers and diseases. But it's up to us as a consumer to really take health into our own hands and educate ourselves on good products that are going to nourish us and that are made uh, with integrity behind it Um, and uh, for example, like I'll give a shout out because I know this is like a global or at least a North America wide brand is um, Mm -hmm. Eden Beans, um, Eden Foods. So we use Eden Beans in our products um, for a number of reasons but one of the most incredible things that they do and you can just go on their website, you can see this as a consumer, is they actually test for glyphosate at source. So even though they're
0: amazing,
1: right? So even though their product is organic and they're sourcing from organic farms, they say, no, 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 there could be cross-contamination from a neighboring farm. There could be some kind of outside
0: on the California soil. That's the worst part (laughs) about anything from California. Go on.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, like they actually take the time to test their products and prove that is in fact Glyphosate-free and organic. They also do some other incredible things as throughout their processes. Like, for example, if you're purchasing their canned beans, do you know they actually soak those beans overnight, cook them at really high temperatures, and then rinse, rinse them in order to lower the lectins in them. So you don't get all that gas yeah. and bloating that's usually associated with eating beans.
0: That's incredible. Yes.
1: You know, like not enough brands take the time or do that extra mile to really create products that are intentional that are gonna make you as a customer feel good cuz that extra step of rinsing washing that's a, that's more labor dollars that's more time that yeah. a, that it has to spend on the line and more time that a that a manufacturer has to put in and those are the types of brands that I want to support and yeah. I'm very for I always tell people go to your local farmers market and have good conversations with the vendors there and the farmers growing your food same thing like most cities have so many different opportunities to go to trade shows, especially if you're looking to if you're um, on a wellness journey and you're or you're becoming plant based, go to your favorite you know veg expo or your yoga show or health and wellness show. Go and seek out brands and have great conversations with the founders and ask them the hard hitting questions like where do you source from? Where like yeah. find out what the the company ethos is
0: or. Start a podcast and interview all the founders so you know the truth behind all the food and supplements you take. And that's what I did. Okay. A
1: hundred and ten percent. And like I know that on a if you might be in a small in a smaller town or you might have, have a busy lifestyle and you can't don't have that time to invest into, into finding out that kind of key information. But spend some time on on websites and on, on brands' websites and see exactly what they're claiming and ask the hard-hitting questions about. You know how they're processing their ingredients there's so much greenwashing that goes on out there and it's mm-hmm. so difficult to really figure out who is in fact walking the walk and talking the talk but there are great manufacturers out there that really really take the time to be transparent and to actually post their third-party lab testing to, to substantiate the claims they're making on their packaging
0: that is what i love is when they have the studies to back it up Nation, oh my goodness, I am loving my new Serenity gummies by Cured Nutrition. So, I started taking them a few nights ago, and first I just had one, even though the serving size is two, just you know, just in case, wanted to test it, and already it was a nice and relaxing experience. So, then the next night I took two. I put on my meditation music and I was immediately relaxed. I just felt calm. All my worries kind of melted away and I actually fell asleep faster that first night than I normally do. So I became hooked and I've taken two per night for the last few nights. And let me tell you, I'm a fan. So what is in these Serenity gummies that makes them so calming and relaxing? Well, they're formulated with a trinity of ingredients, a blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, functional mushrooms, and adaptogens. And they're from Cured Nutrition, and Cured wants to make you feel good about feeling good, so they took their time in formulating their Serenity gummies. They left out all the artificial flavors, the sugars, the dyes, and replaced them with nourishing ingredients like CBD, reishi, ashwagandha, and L-theanine. The CBD contains an array of cannabinoids that work together to create what is known as the entourage effect, which means the cannabinoids work together synergistically to produce a much greater effect than that of any isolated cannabinoid. Interesting, right? Then the reishi is the king of mushrooms. You know, it's been used in Eastern medicine for thousands of years, and it's absolutely phenomenal for decreasing inflammation in the body and strengthening our immune system. Then we have got the ashwagandha, which is a medicinal herb that's been used in Ayurveda for all kinds of things like fatigue, nervous system exhaustion, insomnia, memory loss, and more. And it's great for alleviating symptoms caused by neurodegenerative disorders. And L-theanine is a popular amino acid that kind of causes that euphoric effect, which I don't mind, and it's well regarded for its anti-stress effects, which I don't know about you, but I definitely need that in my life. So if you want to try the Serenity gummies or any other of the amazing products over at Cured Nutrition, Cured is extending an offer exclusive for Food Heals Nation. You can grab your Serenity gummies for 10% off by going to curednutrition.com using the coupon code FOODHEALS at checkout. That is C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com coupon code foodheals at checkout to save 10%. Pop a gummy and protect your peace. Food Heals Nation, are you ready for an easy health routine that you can keep? Say goodbye to piles of pills and countless powders. One daily serving of AG1 by Athletic Greens delivers a potent blend of nine health products like a multivitamin, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, so much more. It is the comprehensive foundational nutrition that you need with the convenience that your life demands. So all you do is take a scoop of your powder, put it in some water, and you're going to have this great tasting pineapple drink with hints of vanilla, Vanilla, and you drink it and you move on with your day if you order through food heels at athleticgreens.com slash food and use the coupon code food heels you're going to get a free one year supply of vitamin d3 plus k2 plus five free travel packs so you can take ag1 on the road with you AG1 is great for aiding in recovery because it's packed with superfoods, adaptogens, and antioxidants. It's even trusted by the world's best endurance athletes. It boosts your energy with rhodiola, magnesium, and B vitamins to support sustained energy throughout your day. It supports your immunity with its daily dose of vitamin C, zinc, functional mushrooms, and more. It's got glowing reviews from celebrities, athletes, other podcasters like myself, and of course, it's gluten-free, egg-free, no sugar added, nut-free, dairy-free—all the threes, all the things. No. GMOs, no herbicides no pesticides no artificial colors flavors preservatives or sweeteners but yet it still tastes sweet and it still tastes pretty darn delicious so again head on over to athleticgreens.com food and you can get your one year supply free of vitamin d3 plus k2 plus five free travel packs of ag1 use the coupon code food to get your free gift at checkout And let's talk about that for a second. You said greenwashing. The problem is, is that there are less companies like yours and like Eden and like my supplement company where he plays violins for the vitamins as they grow, right? Like these just don't exist as many as as should. And all of these companies are then jumping on whatever the trendy bandwagon is at the time. So it's like right now it's vegan and gluten-free. And um, when I was growing up, it was fat-free. So everything was fat-free. And to us, in my mind as a kid, fat-free meant healthy, but slapping vegan or natural or any of that on a label does not make it healthy, right? And like, even right now, my shampoo, says gluten-free. I'm like, this is all marketing. Like, You never had gluten in the first place. You didn't have to take gluten out. This is just so people that are unaware go, oh, I guess that means it's healthier, right? And so what can we do as consumers? Yes, interview the founders, go to the Expo West, go talk to the people. But what do you do if you don't have, let's say, the money to spend? And you and I, we shop on the outside of the aisles, like where all the produce is. We're not in, in the mix of the aisles as much, right? Because we know that those products are marketed garbage. So so how do we do this and do this on a budget and save money because we know that this is possible but a very often it seems very hard to cho- to find out a what the products what the companies are that i want to support and then b not break the bank and spend my whole paycheck there can you talk to me about like the affordability aspect
1: of course. So like first and foremost, start making your own food. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like um like just it's so easy. Start making your own food and really falling in love with creating your own recipes or find recipes of your favorite products and reverse engineer some of the pro- your favorite your favorite products. Like it is so easy now to hop onto YouTube and type in like healthy Oreo alternative or healthy Oreo recipe. And figure out a delicious recipe that is maybe um, using raw cacao and cacao butter to, you know, make a delicious Oreo cookie tasting uh, cookie instead, you know, like just start start creating food yourself. And I think once at least for me and my my wellness journey and like I've been the first to admit that like I'm a hyper consumer. Nothing tastes better than the food that you're making yourself at home. There is yeah. like nothing, and I I remember when I started really juicing for myself because I love cold pressed juice. I'm always always making some kind of juice. My juice will always taste ten times better than any juice I can buy at any juice place, even arowana, yeah. And that's like my favorite juice.
0: <laughs> oh my God, don't get me started.
1: <laughs> um, I always tell people to shop small and to try to shop local at smaller stores and try to see and try to push store owners and store buyers to really try to like, think, to, to to chat with like your your store owners, stat with store managers and see if they have any like policy around what type of products they're bringing into their, they're bringing into your store, their stores, whether or not they have a commitment to. Bring Bringing in organic food, or whether or not they have a commitment to like, uh, you know, really highlighting local brands or brands that are that aren't using refined sugars or seed oils or anything like that, you know, start creating that action in your smaller grocery stores, even your bigger grocery stores. And when you see a brand that's doing something right, go and purchase that product and support that product. In that major grocery store. You know, I say to my customers every single time that every time they purchase one of my products, they are voting with their dollar to let this conventional or specialty grocery store know that they want, that you as a customer want more local organic food on the shelf. Exactly. And if we all work together to continue to support the brands we wanna see successful, we can continue to create change. And you know, we've seen it. Growing up, for me at least, it was incredibly difficult to find a good assortment of organic products unless I was shopping at natural value health food stores. Now I'm so proud that you can walk into any major grocery store here and find good organic products. Even, you know, Costco, they have a huge commitment to sourcing organic products at Costco right across North America. And you know, if Costco can do it, the little guys can do it too. Um, yes. And I'm so proud. I, I uh, often go down to the States and check out grocery stores. This is my favorite thing to do. And you mm-hmm. can find incredible products that at, like anywhere from like Wegmans to Target um, that are truly organic and supporting some really great, really great small businesses that are really doing, th- doing the right thing. And it doesn't need to be that specialty store. There are a lot of brands that are trying to do well, and I'm always excited to see them rise to the occasion and get that purity protocol um, certification or start – one of the favorite things I've been seeing is a lot of brands have started to actually put a QR code on the pack their packaging, mm-hmm. and it's specific to like the lot of the product they're doing, and you can actually follow the journey of – their supply chain and see where they're sourcing their products from, and then the batch testing that is actually associated with the end product. So, like one of my favorite brands is called Zego or Zego. I don't know if I'm ever pronouncing it right. Um, <laughs> they do, um, and they do like one of the bit worse offenders when it comes to glyphosate. Glyphosate is oats. And um, I love Zagok for the fact that, you know, you can scan any one of their bags and Mm -hmm. they test for glyphosate along with over 400 other pesticides, um, allergens and gluten. And, you know, it costs them a lot more money to to do that. Um, But they are so dedicated to making sure that they are providing the healthiest food to their customers that they're doing it. So when I see a brand that's doing that, all I want to do is support them. All I want to do is buy their products. And as uh, listeners are heading out into their grocery stores, like try to find those customers that are that, sorry those products that are really taking the time to take those additional steps and really try to support them. It might be a little bit more money than the house brand, but you're supporting a future of food systems that's inspiring a cleaner food system in the end of the day.
0: Yeah. You're voting like your do- with your dollar, just like you said. And that's I'm all about that because it's like, sure, go and vote in the primaries, but really we're voting every day with where we're spending our money. And if we're spending them with small businesses, we're telling the world, this is the world that we want to see. This is the future that we want. So I'm all about the local business, the small business, because those are the ones that are going to get big and then not compromise like a BioRaw. So tell me more about BioRaw in terms of you have meal plans, and then you're in grocery stores, but like I can't get them here in Nashville. Where can people who are listening right now get them if they're near you? Like I know you're in a bunch of stores like Whole Foods and Nature's Emporium and Organic Garage, but if I'm here, can I order them? Are they only in Canada? Give me all the goods. And are you expanding and how can we support the expansion so that I can get it?
1: Totally. (laughs) So um, Pyro really specializes in fresh convenience foods. Um, So our Hero Products is our eight varieties of certified organic meals that are all designed by by my Epic team. We've got a phenomenal dietitian, um, holistic nutritionist, food scientist, myself as a, as a personal trainer and just an overall foodie. We've really taken the time to thoughtfully curate our line of meals that are great to be eaten just as they are when you're out on the run and looking for something delicious to nourish you, um, but are also phenomenal meal kits that you can throw in a hot pan and stir fry or throw into your favorite vegetable stock and have an instant soup as well too. Um, And I'm so, so proud to be available in hundreds of touch points across the Toronto area from Loblaws, which is the largest grocery store chain in Canada, um, Whole Foods, Sobeys, Nature's Emporium, Organic Garage, Goodness Me and Healthy Planet and a a number of other small retailers. And actually, most recently, I'm so proud of this. I just got listed at my university, um, TMU University here in Toronto. Nice. And going to school and trying to find a good healthy meal that's vegan and actually organic and fits a a student budget was so so difficult and i am so incredibly proud uh, to be on the shelves at my old university now nourishing students while they're studying you know those are formative years and it's so important to be eating well to really nourish you so you can succeed throughout your studies most recently we also got listed at sick kids hospital here in, in Toronto as well, too. And, you know, we all know how poor food, is, uh, food choices are in most hospitals. And I'm so grateful that our product is on the shelf there in the cafeterias at Sick, Sick Kids Hospital, um, and as well as St. Joe's Hospital and a few other hospitals in and around Toronto for patients, nurses and doctors and everyone on campus to be able to have access to really good healing food.
0: That's so incredible. Don't get me started about how bad the food was at my college. And then, oh, every time I go to a hospital, they're like, oh, to a cancer patient, would you like the brownies or would you like the um, pudding for dessert? And you're like, what the actual are you doing? Are you talking about with this food? All right, Food Heals Nation, I'm here hanging out with Tina. We're talking about some ways to boost our immunity today. Tina, a pomegranate extract, it's called Pominox. It contains an unmatched levels of health promoting antioxidants, actually three times more than red wine and three times more than green tea. How does this extract help boost our immune system and how can we take it daily?
2: Yeah, well, the key is that this extract actually is producing these, you know, this polyphenols, these polyphenols, is an antioxidant. And you know we think of antioxidants as fighting off oxidative stress, and that is what they do. But they also have the ability to recover tissues in order to prevent further damage. So we know when we're having this inflammatory response or an immune response, we are damaging tissues along the way. So the Pominax actually will help recover the tissue. In addition to helping fight off oxidative stress, it's actually also recovering our tissue and helping our tissue repair, which is key. You know, the, these polyphenols provide lots of antioxidant support, but they also help feed our key bacteria that helps facilitate a very robust immune response. So um, it's, it's really about helping fight off that oxidative stress, um, but also that antioxidant support is actually Feeding key bacteria in our gut, which helps feed keystone strains like acromantia, fecalum bacteria, and then postbiotics are actually produced by those keystone strains, strains like Butyrate, which um, will also feed um, off of the polyphenols.
0: Wow. Okay. Thank you for breaking that down. And so, what product can people take on a regular basis to get their dose of that pomegranate extract?
2: Um, you know, we have a product called Immunity Plus that has been really exciting. Um, because we see how quick fast acting it's working and that has pominax in it um it also has a really key ingredient called epicor it's a yeast extract that is so powerful really exciting it makes all kinds of immunogenic compounds and it's supporting our immune cells so i would definitely recommend the immunity plus for that Um, We've seen incredible results with the product and, you know, I take it prophylactically. And of course, when I start to see, you know, if I have any kind of like a runny nose or anything like that, I'll start to take, you know, more of the product just to, you know, really give me myself a hefty dose of it.
0: Nice. So the Immunity Plus has that Pominox. It's got echinacea. It's got a postbiotic. It's got selenium, zinc, all the good things that you need. So Food Heals Nation, head on over to justthrivehealth.com. Use the discount code Food Heals 15 to save 15% off your order. Thanks, Tina. You bet. Okay. Personal question for you. I know we met at Whitney Lordson's vegan meetup at Expo West, but why vegan? Why did you go vegan?
1: Totally. Okay. I love this question. Um, So when I was in my undergrad, I was always a hustler. I went to school in Toronto. All my friends went away for school. And I started working for, I started doing like a lot of like brand activations for different companies. And uh, when I was 19 years old, I was the marketing associate for a brand called Simply Protein that was later acquired by Atkins. But anyhow, here I am, 19 years old, and I'm uh, hustling protein bars and protein chips Mm. at uh, trade shows and events across across Ontario. And I always, like I said, I've always grown up knowing the importance of eating good nourishing food, but I also, you know, felt very self-righteous, but I mean, knowing that I was always buying like good grass fed beef and good grass, <laughs> grass fed, you know, eggs or sorry, free range eggs or whatever marketing nonsense that was, you know, da- that was being marketed to me totally. and spending so much time at these trade shows and veg fests. I started exposing myself to, you know, incredible entrepreneurs that were making a wide variety of delicious dairy free alternative cheeses and alternative milks and this was like over 10 years ago so the the market was very small um, it's not yeah. as abundant as it is today right and it's totally the,
0: different world now <laughs> totally
1: different world and i'm so happy to be part of this um yeah. but as soon as i cut out dairy from my diet i i went to i so to so preface this most people go vegan for three for, for like three reasons for the animals for their health or for the environment When I started being vegan, I went vegan for strictly selfish reasons. I immediately saw that I had less inflammation. My acne disappeared. I was not producing mucus. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I can feel this good. I don't need dairy. Like, dairy is a scam. Like, this, you know, almond milk or... Or oat milk, or or pumpkin seed milk, which is my favorite when I could find it. So good, you know, is so much better, and I feel so much better consuming that. And as I began to to really educate myself about all of the greenwashing in the animal agricultural industry, I became way too educated to ever want to eat an animal product ever again. Um, Uh You know, I truly, truly believe that um, food is our medicine. And it is so important to eat high vibrational food to live a beautiful, full life, and to really be conscious about where you're purchasing your products. And you know, for for so many reasons, all the facts are there. We know that eating meat is not good for us. We know that uh, raising animal life's, uh, livestock at a huge level like we are with these factory farm farming is not good for the environment. It is horrible how they treat the animals. It is the byproducts and is horrible for how it, it affects our, our animal ecosystems and our greenlands. There's no future of food um, or society that is inclusive of animal agriculture it is so important that we continue that we choose to eat um, a whole food plant-based diet and eating food that is nourishing high vibration because food is prana it is life and you know always trying to nourish yourself with the best food possible you have to put good gas in an expensive car you got to put good fuel into your body if you want to live a full life that is free of cancer and disease and, and and sluggishness
0: mic drop everyone or thank you for being here no that was amazing and i obviously i completely and totally agree with you and like same thing happened to me when i gave up dairy like i haven't had a pimple since like i'm not even joking like my skin has never been clearer. And it's just, and the inflammation and the mucus, I never get sick. Like it changed my life just giving up dairy. And I already didn't eat red meat. So like, it was an easy switch for me. And then I remember this video and it's, it's on YouTube still. And it went viral a few years ago and it's called dairy is scary. And it like, I send it to people that they're like, wait, why not milk? Isn't milk, doesn't milk do your gut body good. I sh- send them that video and they like go vegan on the spot because it shows you like, no, no, Mother's milk from a cow is meant for a for a baby calf to grow big. What do you think it's doing to a human? That's not meant that is for a baby calf like give me my mother's milk. Sure. Don't give me the milk of another animal meant for a baby animal. It makes no biological sense in the world, but we have been completely conditioned to believe with the milk mustache campaigns that we grew up with that milk does your body good. And it's just simply not true. The only milk that does your body good is your mother's fucking breast milk. Like it is such a scam. So I'm glad you said that. And I oh, my
1: totally God. Agree. I couldn't agree more. And like I always have people argue with me. Well, like if we didn't milk the cows, you know, they would have so much they would have so much excess milk. They wouldn't be able to 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 survive without us milking them. And I'm like, how do you think a cow produces milk? It, it is for a baby cow. The animal agriculture industry is continuously impregnating these cows to produce milk and taking away their baby cows from them to steal their milk. And we're the only species on the planet that drinks another species milk so messed up. Exactly. So
0: messed up. Exactly. Yeah. And you see the videos and I'm not going to get graphic, but just like the ones that affect me the most are the ones where they take the baby and they're like the mother and baby are crying and screaming for each other. Absolute torture. And they just remove them right away because literally they're not, I mean, they're not human, but they're not even sentient beings to them. They are just a product to get on the shelves. And that to me is absolutely disgusting. So not only is it not good for us, it's not good for the animals. It's not good for the environment. As you said, factory farming is like the largest um, contributor to To the environmental concerns that we have today. Like forget cars, like this is where it's at and this is the problem and the runoff. And, you know, I'm preaching to the choir, but I appreciate uh, you sharing that story with us. And so, and I'm obviously on the same page, but tell me a little bit about your coaching. So I know you said earlier that what happened was you built this amazing company and this kind of happened to me too. It's how I fell into podcast consulting because I thought everyone was gonna be like, Allie, food heals. What time do I take my probiotic? And I'd be like, I don't know. I'm not your nutritionist. Go talk to a doctor. And instead everyone was like, Allie, how do I start a podcast? And I was like, oh, I can teach this. So now you coach people in business, right? To do something similar, to follow their passion and build a business. So tell me about your business coaching in case there's any entrepreneurs out there listening, which I know there are, who are building amazing plant-based or mission-driven businesses, how you help people.
1: Totally. I love helping other good people, good humans do good things. And when I started off my business, um, I can tell you almost everyone I reached out to for support told me that it wasn't possible to grow a business that was rooted in integrity, that there would be too many food safety challenges. There'd be too many supply chain issues. I was constantly being met with, uh, with negativity and being told that I couldn't do it. And I'm not someone that takes no for an answer. Um, I truly believe that there's always a solution for everything. And I've really worked hard to navigate and to identify what I'm good at and what I'm not good at and uh, align myself with incredible experts that can help me get to where I need to be. And So, um, being, starting this business, I found that there was so much gatekeeping to figuring out how to do food safety properly or how to create a business that's rooted in efficacy. And I've really worked hard to build out systems of excellence that I'm so eager to share with others and coach them along the way to help them find solutions in their business, to help them maintain the integrity that they set out to be. So for example, if you are starting a new tea business and you are looking to, um, figure out how to scale up a business that, you know, is aligned with your values or, you know, bring your grandfather's recipe of a chai masala to life. Let's start small and start making sure that you have the great foundations and and strong framework to really grow a business and scale it to where it needs to be. And I loved chatting with businesses and auditing businesses and uh, challenging them on their supply chain and challenging them on what they're doing and providing expert advice and recommendations on what I've learned and what others have shared with me in order to get to where they need to be in order to be on the shelves at major retailers like Target or Wegmans or Whole Foods. The food industry is the hardest industry to conquer and specifically CPG. You know, compared to a uh, restaurant or a meal, quote unquote, meal prep company that's making you food and shipping it to your door, BioRaw has a globally recognized food safety certification. It falls under the GFSI umbrella, which is SQF, and Mm -hmm. we have taken the time to put food safety into every aspect of our business from start to finish to ensure that our our food processes are made in the, the healthiest ways possible. And there are so many steps to creating Safe food that most consumers would never, ever even think of. For example, every single one of our meals goes through a metal detector uh, before it's packaged. We we, how to find and identify areas of hazards in your business is so important to ensuring that you can have a business that has longevity and can be successful on the shelf. And I love chatting with entrepreneurs and helping them uh, rework their business into a way that they know that they can grow it to be uh, safe substantial and use their business as a force of good.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And if anyone wanted to work with you, how would they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. Head on over to orenepstein.ca or check me out on Instagram underscore oren, O-R-E-N. My DMs are always open I'm, or you can schedule some time to chat with me for free. I'm always so eager to chat with great people doing great things.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, last question before we wrap up. You and I have the, the same favorite plant based city, which is Tulum, Mexico. I spent a lot of time there. I know we were messaging back and forth when you were there. Tell me, what, what do you love about the veganness in Tulum? And what, what is it about that city that just gets you?
1: Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i very fortunate. I was able to spend a month there living there about t- uh, two years ago now. And I found that uh, over the past couple of years, a number of a lot of people with integrity, at least here in my community here in Toronto, really fled down to Mexico um, yeah, during, the or- pandemic. during the so pandemic to operate their yeah. businesses. And um, I, I love the community aspect of Tulum in the sense that it's a lot of great people living out and creating food that is that, that they're passionate behind. That there's a lot of passion and a lot of integrity behind. Um, you know that city, though it has a lot of infrastructure, really doesn't have a lot of infrastructure, and yeah, it's incredible. It takes a lot of work, and it's like so incredible to go visit like one of my favorite restaurants. I know you love it too. Is like Leafs, and you know Leaves? they've, oh. you know they've it's been able favorite. to figure it out and to really source substantially, and I know it's source like substantial food and create really good whole. Food, plant based products that are delicious meals that are uncompromising. And I know that, like, one of the big things that people, you know, try to like to discount about Tulum is like, oh, it's cartels, it's cartels, you know, it's not safe, all these things. And, yeah. you know, running a business, at least here in Canada, You know, we might not have any cartels, but we have the government that is more, that is just in your business as much as, you know, a cart, if not more than what a cartel is up to. Um, And like... If I was going to open up my dream restaurant, I'd probably go down to Tulum and, and try to open it up down there um, and try to source as much as I can and know that it'd, it'd be easier to to connect a supply chain.
0: Yeah. And I'm like people when I was going to Tulum a lot during the pandemic, because my friends bought a house there and I just spent a lot of time there because what else are you going to do when you can't do anything? And they actually had live music and restaurants when L.A. did not. And people are like, oh, it's so dangerous. They're sending me articles and blah, blah, blah. I'm like. Y'all know I lived in L.A. for 15 years, right? Like, you know, if you're worried about me, worry about that. I think a metropolitan city like that is much more dangerous. And, of course, things happen everywhere, and I'm not going to live in that fear. And what I love about it is just, yeah, the community of people – who just think and act freely. And every single restaurant has so many plants. So not only do they have vegan options, but there's just more plants on the menu because that's how they eat. They eat the coconuts off the tree. Like there's guacamole everywhere. And then there's these delicious plant-based tacos and everything everywhere and leaves oh, that coffee drink. What is it called? So good.
1: Best. I don't so know good. what
0: magic they're spinning on that little, you know, roadside restaurant. But good Lord, it's some of the best food and drinks I've ever had. So if you're listening and you want a plant-based paradise, Food Heals Nation, definitely, definitely check out Tulum.
1: And not just good food, but also it has such a great wellness community. I love that I can wake up, go do an incredible like vinyasa yoga class or kundalini yoga class at one hotel, and then go to the next hotel and do a Salem bath or a Reiki healing, and then finish my night um, doing, some, doing some kind of ceremony or some type of meditation practice that people are eager to make friends at and chat with and share their practices and their goodness with. And I love that so much. Why go on vacation and party the whole time when you can go and have a rejuvenating time with not just great food, but great people and great experiences that you can take home and take home and nourish, continue to nourish your soul through some new practices you might have picked up along the way.
0: I saw the funniest tweet, and I'm going to botch what it said, but it was something like Tulum, the only place where you can legit do green juice all day, yoga all day, and then mushrooms all night. And it was like, that's just what they do. That's just Tulum. I love it. (laughs) All right, Oren. So one last time, where can everyone follow you, stalk you, get your meals, follow you on Instagram, all that good stuff.
1: On Instagram, at underscore Oren, O-R-E-N, our business, BioRaw, at B I O R A W. Or check out my website, orenepstein.ca.
0: Amazing. Oren, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their thirty nine ninety nine a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.